The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she is found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She'll bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son. They shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. Without a doubt, one of the best ways to prepare for Christmas is to draw close to Mary, but also to St. Joseph. To St. Joseph. So I'd like to talk about St. Joseph today. I'm sure all of you know that about two years ago, Pope Francis proclaimed a year in honor of St. Joseph. And Father Don Calloway wrote an excellent book on consecrating yourself to St. Joseph. So St. Joseph is the, he's the greatest saint in the Catholic Church. Of course, you have Jesus and Mary, but St. Joseph is the greatest saint. And According to St. Bernardine of Siena, St. Alfonso Liguri, and St. Francis de Sales, the great doctors of the church, they say that when someone is given a specific mission or vocation, he will receive commensurate or corresponding graces to carry out that mission. So St. Joseph was the husband of the queen of the universe. Can you think about that? The husband of Mary. If he's the husband of Mary, he had to receive superabundant graces. But even greater than that, 
He's the adoptive father of Jesus Christ. So let's turn to St. Joseph. I'd like to highlight specific virtues of St. Joseph that we should try to practice. First is the importance of silence. Pope Paul VI says we live in a world with a cacophony of strident protests. I like that phrase. No? A cacophony of strident protests. That's a technical way of saying just a lot of noise out there. A lot of noise. St. Joseph teaches us the importance of silence. It's not a, a dead cemetery silence. But it's a pregnant silence because in that we can hear God's voice. If you do not have silence, you cannot hear God speaking to your hearts. So in the midst of this cacophony of strident protests, let's try to cultivate exterior silence and interior silence. You can't have one without the other. Okay, related to silence, St. Teresa of Avila, the great woman, mystic and doctor of the church, known as the doctor of prayer, has called St. Joseph the master of the interior life. The master of the interior life means that he is the master and teacher of prayer. I'm going to say something that probably will shock many of you, but what I'm going to tell you is the truth. St. Joseph taught Jesus how to pray. That's always blown my mind. Because Jesus had two natures, right? You got our catechism students here. There's the divine nature and then there's a human nature. And of course the divine nature cannot learn because the divine nature is God. But in his human nature, in his human nature, Jesus grew in wisdom, knowledge and grace before God and men. Luke chapter 2. So, the word Abba, which means Daddy, right? Daddy. Jesus learned that from St. Joseph. The Lord is my shepherd, there's nothing I shall want. He learned that from St. Joseph. The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom should I fear? 
The rich heritage of the Psalms that Mary and St. Joseph prayed, they taught them to Jesus. I don't think anyone here could say, I've arrived at the apex of my prayer life I can no longer improve anymore. I probably pray more than you people, but I know that I really have to improve in my prayer life. And I think if all of you say that also, you're being honest. But I promise you, I promise you, if you turn to St. Joseph and you humbly beg him, please help me to go deeper in my prayer life, I promise you, you will improve in your prayer life. Try it. These, these six days before Christmas Eve, even say a short prayer, St. Joseph, please help me to pray better. When you arrive at Christmas, I promise you, your prayer life is going to be better. St. Teresa of Avila said, He's the saint for all intentions, and he acts very quickly. Other saints, they kind of delay, okay? They kind of drag their feet a little bit, but St. Joseph acts very quickly. So he's the patron of the interior life, which is the prayer life. All right, I'm ending my course on my Marian Companion today. I invite all of you to come. Even if you haven't been to the course, you're invited to come today. The grand finale, okay? You might call it the Argentina Cup. You can come. Okay? If you want to grow in devotion to Mary, draw closer to St. Joseph. If you do not have devotion to St. Joseph, your devotion to Mary is going to be lopsided. It's going to be incomplete. Because Joseph is the husband of Mary. How can you possibly have a devotion to Mary if you, if you don't have a devotion to St. Joseph? I think it's a no, for me it's a no-brainer. So you will fall in love with Mary the more that you fall in love with St. Joseph. Okay, now even more important. I'm ascending. If you want to fall in love with Jesus, you fall in love with Joseph and Mary. We as Catholics, we believe that we go to God directly, but we go to God through the saints too. That's called the communion of saints. Here's an... Okay, here is an infallible prayer for you. St. Joseph, 
Help me to love Mary more. Infallible. That prayer will never fail. And it's a very simple prayer. It's not complicated. Joseph, help me to love Mary more. Infallible. As soon as you say that, your love for Mary is increasing. Then say, Joseph, help me to love Jesus more. That's an infallible prayer. My friends, my life as a priest is basically teaching people how to pray. That's 75, 80% of my life. Exercises, marrying, consecration. It's all related to prayer. Sometimes the best prayers are the most simple prayers. St. Teresa of Avila says, the deeper we go in our prayer life, the more simple are our prayers. Teresa of Avila says, the dormition of the intellect and the activation of the heart. I've given you a mini course in mystical theology in a couple of words. <laughs> the dormition of the intellect, your intellect plays a less dominant role and your heart plays a prominent role. So ask St. Joseph as we get close to Christmas possibly to have a, a short mystical touch in your life. Even our catechism, a short mystical touch. Where you're just sitting in front of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And what are you doing? You're just admiring, loving, adoring the child Jesus in the arms of Mary and Joseph. What better Christmas than that? So I'm going to pray to St. Joseph that all of you will fall in love with Mary fall in love with Jesus and fall in love with God the Father. Amen.